Jane has been such an instrumental person of change in the world and a dynamic um, leader in and of it himself. I can honestly say he's changed my life. He's changed my family's life. He's changed so thousands of people's lives around the world. And I am so excited to have you on the show today. And we're talking about being different and staying weird and how that can actually is required right now for leaders around the world. Can you say more about that? Dr. Oh, it's Welcome. everything. And thank you, by the way. <laughs> yes. um, it really is like for the last year, I've been doing a program called Be Different, Stay Weird, where uh, we get together, well, usually several times a month or, um, and, and it's really about to, if you look at the world that we live in, well, let's take it on a smaller level. Every difficulty that is created in our lives is created from a place where we're unconscious or anti-conscious about our choices. And if we expand that to the world, we see a world that looks like it is in total disrepair and it is falling apart. And that is primarily from the unconsciousness and anti-consciousness people choose. And so this idea of being different, staying weird is really, it's like being different enough to choose the path of no judgment, being different enough to choose the path of possibilities, being different enough to actually trust in the consciousness that even science says every molecule has and allow that to be a guiding force, if you will, or a guiding source, but really more of a guiding contribution in your life. And to realize that you don't have to live in the trauma and drama that everybody else chooses. Just because everybody's choosing it doesn't mean you have to. And that really is, from my point of view, what's required to truly be a leader for a conscious world where you're willing to see things differently than other people. You're willing to perceive possibilities other people don't. You're willing to head in the direction of creating those possibilities, even when everybody tells you you're weird, you're strange, you don't get it. Because most people are more comfortable having a postage stamp size life that they control rather than leaping off the cliff and seeing what the possibilities are. You know, most people seem to, you know, the way I've seen it is most people have the point of view, they would rather have the, the problem that they know, rather than the possibilities that they don't. And so this idea of being willing to be, di be different, stay weird, is really this, this acknowledgement of you as a being that is something beyond this reality's precepts and constructs that most people only allow themselves to access such a tiny fraction of the time. And how do you know when you're accessing that, when you have a sense of peace, when you have a sense of ease, when you have a sense of space, when you have a sense that everything is okay, but not only is everything okay, it's like you know that it will continue to not only be okay, but get greater. Mm. Wonderful. I'm, you know, it's interesting too. A lot of people have this weird conception about what weird is like you know like the yes. word weird <laughs> well the original meaning of weird was of spirit fate or destiny and i don't know about you venus actually i probably do but <laughs> i was told i was weird my whole life you know mm -hmm. i never got things the way other people did i never understood them and i never understood why people made most of the choices that they made and didn't see that there were other choices available that would actually work out way better and so, you know, when people tell me I'm weird, still I go, thank you so much. You are correct. And they go, it wasn't a compliment. 
And I'm like, no, but it was a great acknowledgement. Thank you. <laughs> and how, how that's actually required right now is like, we don't need the status quo. We need people to be themselves. I know you wrote an amazing book that's changed my entire life and it's so many others being you changing the world. And like, what invitation is being you? What were you trying to get, invite people to with that book? Well, with that, I was trying to invite people to the awareness that there's this thing called being you and it doesn't occur just because you happen to be awake having a body on this planet right now. It occurs when you make choices to, to find out what makes you lighter, a fundamental concept, a fundamental, one of the fundamental tools of access consciousness is, is what's true makes you lighter, a lie makes you heavier. And I've seen so many people living lives where most of what occurs is heavy and they have a little bit of lightness or some respite at some point during the day before it goes back to heaviness again. Well, that's really the mark of somebody who is living a life that has nothing to do with them being them. It's living a life to try to tick all the boxes and get it right, thinking if I just had enough money or if I were just famous enough or if I just had the right person loving me and if I just had all these conditions met, then I could be happy. Um, actually, when you're being you, you can be in the middle of what looks like insanity from everybody else around you and you still have a sense of peace, and you don't have the requirement, you don't have the need of other people um, uh, validating you and validating your existence. And so it's, it's this interesting thing because you would think that being you is one of the easiest things that could exist, and yet for most people, it's the most challenging thing. And in working with you know, in over 20 years, I've worked with hundreds of thousands, who knows, maybe we're in the millions at this point of people. And there's such a, a dynamic desire for something different. And, and it's one thing to, for people to have a desire for something different where they go, you know, I need more money, or I need to change my relationship or blah, 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 blah. And, and if they change it, what happens is the way that change stays is when they're truly choosing from their being, like what is actually true for them. So I guess another way of putting being you is when you're choosing from what's actually true for you. And it's so different than what most of us think is, you know, for example, when I was growing up, you know, my grandmother would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I, and I said, happy. And she said, no, do you want to be like, do you want to be a lawyer? Do you want to be an actor? Do you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a garbage man? And I'm like, sure, as long as I'm happy, you know, and it got to this point 20 years ago where I was like, I'm so unhappy. I might, I'm going to end my life. And then I came across access consciousness, but that's the idea. We have this idea that if I get the right profession, if I get the right, this, if I get the right, this, and if I check all the boxes, according to whoever's world I learned was the right path and not the wrong path, then I'd be happy. And that's what, you know, that's what we have as our point of view. But what I found is even if you get all those things, if you don't have you, you still don't have happiness and you still don't have a sense of peace. You still don't have choice. And really, I mean, if we look at it, if we lived on a planet with happy people on it, if let's say, I don't know, 90, let's say 90% of the people were happy 
would we have any of the problems that we have right now as a world? And I'm going to say probably not because happy people find solutions where they don't have to live their lives from problems. And this is one of the other things we do is one of the other things most people do is, is they create themselves as these grand problem solvers. And a lot of people listening know that they are great problem solvers. The only difficulty with that is if you're a great problem solver, you always have to create another problem to solve because that's where you get so much of your value. What if that's not where we got our value? What if, what if we got our value from us just existing with us, like being alive? What if being alive made you happy? There's a weird concept. Right. Totally. <laughs> well, it seems to me like with the being you and the be different, stay weird, that there's it's a similar energy. And what is the future that you'd like to see created out of those? A group of people who truly has a sense of what it is to be the gift that they are to the world, the gift that they are in their own lives and the gift they are to everyone and everything around them. And people who actually have the sort of the energetic platform, if you will, and also the platform of tools, because one of the things I am a firm believer in is we need tools in certain situations to change things. Like most of the situations in our lives, most people don't have the tools to change them. So, and they're using outdated tools from, I don't know, some long gone era where, you know, I don't like you. I will punch you. Um, that's, that, yeah, you know, that may have worked a few years ago. <laughs> Probably didn't even work out very well then, you know, but it's like, we're using some really old tools. And so it's like, what I would like to give people is this massive upgrade in, in how to change the things of their lives they want to change. But also what it creates is, is this group of people that is not exclusionary. In other words, one of the things I love about this Be Different, Stay Weird group as an example um, is that it's not a community. The community is such a big word, has been for so many years out there in the world. But if you think of community, it's like those gated communities. It's like, you can only come in if we let you in. And if you fit our standard, otherwise we exclude you. Um, and that has been a way for probably thousands of years of, of people who were different, who people who considered themselves weird, to go off and have a quote unquote safe space to explore that weirdness and that difference, except it was exclusionary of anybody who didn't have those same points of view, but that's doing the same thing. That's just reverse discrimination. What this is, is there's these group, you know, hundreds of people, but it's not exclusionary of anybody else. It's like, Oh my goodness, we're just having fun. And yeah, I can interact with you and, and contribute to you and receive from you and, and play with you and create with you and, and all this sort of stuff. But fundamentally what they have a sense of is they have a sense of this thing called them. And, you know, so they tie in here, the being you and the, the be different, stay weird. And, you know, it's not about, it's not about having to be, um, you know, part of that program or whatever. It, it's these concepts apply. And we have so many places where, where, as a way of trying to have us, we think we need to exclude other people. As a way of trying to choose for us, we think we need to exclude what other people desire or require or need of us. And what, if, and what I've seen is it doesn't have to be that way. 
So what if we got, it doesn't have to be that way. It's actually, it's actually where when you have you, you can be inclusive of everyone. It's what I like to call the kingdom of we, which is where everyone is included. Nothing is judged. And you see where you can contribute and you do when you can, and you see where you can't contribute and you realize that that's okay too. And you don't make you or the other person or people wrong when you can't. Well, not judge you. Yeah, that. <laughs> right there. That If we could just get that, everything changes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an easy enough thing to say in it. it. You know, I think it resonates with people, except most people don't even realize when they are judging themselves, number one. And number two, they don't know how to get out of it because they haven't, they haven't been shown what that judgment of self really stems from. And they haven't been shown how to go to the point of creation of whatever's creating it and unlock it so it never has to be there again. It's been one of the greatest gifts that I've gotten personally out of access consciousness has been to not judge me. So that's a big one. And it's ongoing, but but yes. Yes, isn't it though? go ahead (laughs) well just we live in a world of such judgment you know it's it's we're all striving to be right in what we choose and right in how we look and right in how other people see us which leads to the perfectionism trap and then at the same time the humanoids the seekers the ones that are listening to this show oftentimes we'll have a sense of the wrongness of them that just seems inherent. It feels like it's in their bones and they don't know how to get rid of it. And so this is, this is one of the other things that I'd like to bring into people's awareness is you can change this. You can get rid of that deep seated wrongness that is in your bones. You know, and I I have so many people who, um, who come to classes, I'll deliver, do, you know, Zooms, telecalls, whatever it is. And, and I will talk about how much of my life, even for many, many years, um, while doing access, while it was going away and going away, still had this sense of the inherent wrongness of me. And they, you know, will comment and go, you, I would never, why do you feel wrong? And I'll tell them and they'll go, oh my goodness. I would never have thought you had that. I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, I'm a person on this planet. My life just looks the way it does because I use these tools and I, I use them because I'd like to have a happy life. You know, it's, 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 it's not rocket science, you know, it's like, um, it just, it just has a different way of, of these access consciousness tools just have a different way of changing things that really gets to the heart of what's going on and allows them to finally be different. Mm. And I will honestly say, Dane, you being you has been one of the greatest invitations in my life and thousands of other people's lives. Um, just thank you. I, I absolutely am so grateful. And thank you so much for this conversation. Everybody out there, please go be different. Stay weird. Yes, please. <laughs> we need your to prescription from the doctor. Yes. Write it on your forehead. <laughs>